Hello, hello to my lovely listeners. This is Natalie Nat, or Naturally Ryan, and I am your host for When Anxious Kids Grow Up, Where Do They Go? Welcome to episode three, which got off the rails really, really fast. If you think this episode's funny, which I hope you do, I really encourage you to go check out the live stream of the recording, which is available on twitch.tv slash naturallyryan, because um, you'll get to see more of, of me yelling. Um, and personally, I think it's just a better insight into who I am. I think that if you like the podcast, you'd really enjoy that. So thank you, and I hope you like this episode. <laughs> so today, I am. This is probably going to be a bit of a shorter video or a shorter podcast episode than the other um, than the other ones, and that's just because this is meant to kind of get me into the habit of making podcasts on a regular basis because if I don't get the habit now I'm just not going to do it and then I'm going to not upload for like a month and I kind of like having a set schedule or a semi-set schedule <laughs> and I think that it's it's actually been really awesome in seeing my audience grow because there are like three people uh my podcast website actually shows the stats there are like three people who have listened to both episodes like at least once if not multiple times and that just warms my little heart it makes me so happy so it ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> so today, I'm actually going to be answering a question that was featured on my Instagram. And the question was, when quarantine ends, what are you going to do? This is a question that personally scares me. The reason this question scares me is because um, I don't know. Like, I, I really genuinely don't know. Uh, I've been looking into both of the COVID vaccines, and I don't think I can get either of them as of right now, because with what is known about my autoimmune disease, Guillain-Barre syndrome, they did have people in the in like the testing pools who were who had different uh, autoimmune diseases, and so far there haven't been any effects. But when it comes to Guillain-Barre specifically, like because of, of because of my diagnosis, I am not allowed to have vaccines. I have not had a vaccine since I was six years old. I got all of the base vaccines I could and then all of my boosters for like first grade and kindergarten that were necessary. But since then, I have not been able to get any. And that makes me really sad because I love modern medicine and I think that vaccines obviously work because they do. But I am a part of that immunocompromised section of the population who needs herd immunity to live crazy. I really do enjoy not having polio. Um, yeah. And so I won't be able to get vaccinated, at least not right away, because I need to see what will happen. Because essentially, if I were to go out and get vaccinated right now, I could either be 100% fine, which that's the ideal. <laughs> that is the ideal. That is, that is what I would like. Um, or I could have a very severe reaction to it and my Guillain-Barre would come back and then I would be probably paralyzed. I would need to relearn to walk if I was lucky enough to still be able to walk. Um, and I just can't emotionally deal with another hospitalization right now because there is no cure to the thing I have. So if it comes back, there's like, no, it's not like I can just get a couple shots and then be fine. Like it is a straight up, if I get it again, I probably won't have, um, won't have a very good time. And that is very difficult to deal with, especially because people in my DMs are always like, oh, but there's progress on the vaccine. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean I can get it. I'm sometimes I mean to compromise people have it in a, a weird, weird little area where, yeah, sure. Having other people vaccinated is what we need. We can't get it. 
And because of that, there are a lot of people who really don't understand my illness, myself included. Like, I read medical journals to figure it out, but that doesn't mean I know everything. So when people ask me, what do you want to do when you get out of quarantine? I really don't know because I don't know how long quarantine's going to last. Obviously, I have these huge ideas and I really want to travel. I have friends all over the country. I have friends all over the world that I just desperately want to meet <laughs> so badly. Um, I miss live concerts more than anything. I, me in a concert, if you, you are a true friend of mine, if I've ever talked about going to a concert with you, because that means I am okay being vulnerable enough with you to let you see the side of me that only shows up at concerts. I am a completely separate human being. Like all of my extremely high frequency energy comes out during concerts and it's, it's almost incontrollable. It's, oh my God. I, I go hard for the opening acts, I go hard for the music that they play in between acts, I lose my mind every single concert I go to. I'm always just 100% all the way up every single time. And I miss that because it's like a whole different plane of reality. I miss that so very much. <laughs> and I even have like, I have rituals that I do before concerts. Like I have a pair of pants that I've worn to quite literally every concert I've ever been to. And like, they are very special. They are my sacred concert pants. One half of them is white, the other half is red, and they have black diamonds on it, so they're like my Harley Quinn pants. I've worn them to Warp Tour, I wore them to see A Day to Remember, I wore them to see Chiodos, I wore them to see Fall Out Boy both times I saw Fall Out Boy, I wore them to see Panic at the Disco both times I saw Panic at the Disco, I've worn them to see New Politics. Those pants are more valuable than most things in my room, sentimentally. So, when I can finally go out to concerts again, I'm wearing those pants to every concert because I have not been able, I have not had an excuse to bust them out. They're very tight, so it's like not necessarily the most comfortable thing to wear. Makes my legs look great, but I, it's not like practical clothing. So, I definitely want to go to a concert when quarantine's over. Um, I miss being in mosh pits. I miss I miss dancing. I miss making friends at concerts. I would always find people to talk to about music because music is just such like, it's so beautiful how unifying it is. And I think that's what I miss most is having this, I don't know, quasi-religious experience with a bunch of strangers <laughs> in either a venue or an outdoor concert. I just, I miss that. I miss it so much. <laughs> but essentially with, with concerts, I just really want to feel... I really want to have that experience again. I want to feel the music so deeply that I just forget about everything else in the world. And I can't do that right now because that would require me to be close to other people and I'm still very anxious about that. And I haven't really left my house. Um, I do miss, speaking of being close to people, I miss conventions a lot. I miss uh, conventions like, I used to go to Salt Lake City Comic Con all the time and it was so much fun i even got into cosplay towards the later years and i cosplayed things from like italia and from oran high school host club like i was i was killing it i was so cute oh it is so hard to explain to people who don't get it especially like concerts and conventions like comic cons they were really influential to me as a child well child like early teen um it was genuinely how i learned to converse with other people and like talk to strangers and not be scared of other people. It took me so long to get over that fear because I I didn't know, um, didn't really know that I had an anxiety disorder till I was about 12 or 13. And that was around the same time I started going to cons. And I would see people cosplaying things I loved and I'd be like, I wanna be friends with them so bad. <laughs> and 
I had to overcome that fear to allow myself to be comfortable enough with like me and get over that fear of judgment so that I could be happy and so that I could I could take advantage of this community that was literally being handed to me like some of my best memories come from talking to cosplayers at conventions like there was this one Tamaki Suo so I absolutely love and adore or on high school host club it to this day it is still one of my favorite anime um because I'm a hopeless romantic there was this Tamaki Suo who was walking around and I was like I don't know like 13 14 like so very awkward and it, he comes over like I see him from afar and I walk up to him just kind of like casually and there's a pretty good space between us like five six feet and I, I say um I was a little cringy I was a little cringy and I said oh my god notice me senpai and then he looked over and he like nodded and smiled at me and I was like Ooh, oh god okay okay we're doing this um and then I asked him if I said is it okay if I get a picture of you and this man did not need to go this hard for this and make my little tiny adolescent heart flutter in the way it did but he, he was probably like 17 so he's a little older than me he literally leaps over so very gracefully he takes my hand kisses it and then bows and he's he's like on one knee the whole time and he said of course anything for you princess and i literally oh, nothing will ever match that nothing will ever match that that man set my standards so high that I will never find that again. And does that break my heart? Every day. <laughs> Every day I think that Tamaki is the he set my standards way too high for men. I can't, I can't do it. I he he oh my god. After this, I he stood up. He was still holding my hand. And I like died a little and I was blushing. My face was bright red all the way across. And I leaned on his chest and I was shaking and with my little fourth gen iPod touch I leaned back and I took a picture and I said thank you and I walked away and I miss I miss that so much I miss that because then I made it my goal at future conventions I made I put together an Oran um an Oran cosplay and I was going to be Tamaki because Tamaki was my fave um and I had a bouquet of fake roses and I had a little crown because I was the prince like I was extra don't get anything lower than that man that's what i'm saying like boys i'm sorry you have to you have to you have to literally be tamaki <laughs> you have to be on that level of a man be doing ballet to get over to me to kiss my hand like whoa whoa i'm never gonna i'm never gonna recover never gonna recover and so I made it my personal goal to be a tamaki who did the same thing i had a bouquet of fake roses I had a crown and I had the audacity to break hearts. And so what I did, people would say, hey, can I get a picture of you? And I would say, yes, of course. Do you want a picture of me or do you want a picture with me? And people would like look at me confused and some of them would go like, with and when they did that i would immediately drop down to one knee i had this choreographed i would take their hand and i would present the flowers and i'd say anything for you my princess and the people who took the pictures were always so shook because they were never ready for this emotional all of this love in my heart they were never ready for it ever <laughs> but it was the most fun thing about that convention because like it was just so I don't know, it was just so awesome making people happy in a way that they didn't expect. Like, I got so many hugs. I got so many hugs. And I just, I love that. I love that so deeply in my heart. 
That's what I miss. That's what I want to do when quarantine ends. I want to go to a convention. So now there's a little segue here and I wanted to add in a an audio clip in post because it'll make so much more sense. I was answering questions on stream and someone was asking me if I played sports or if I was a dancer and I don't know why they asked this because they immediately left the stream, but then I started rambling about it. So here you go. I'm a dancer. Um, I would like to play sports, but I don't play sports like... I don't play sports. I would like to try sports once quarantine ends. I would really like to do hockey because um, there's actually the college that I'm going to, there is a hockey club thing. And I think that that'd be so fun to try. I love ice skating. I love ice skating so, so much. So I want to do ice skating once I get out of quarantine. I'm going on so many ice skating dates. Like, yes, go with me. We're going to go ice skating. It's going to be so cute. If someone doesn't take me ice skating on a date, they're not the one. Which dance style? So um, with dance right now, I'm doing a lot of foundational classes, but I'm focusing a lot on hip hop um, and kind of just popular choreography overall because it, I am focusing more on foundations. Um, I really, really want to be a b-boy. Uh, well, I'd be a b-girl, but whatever. I want to learn how to do breaking. I want to learn how to do um, a lot of that sort of stuff. Like popping has always been super cool because the isolations are just amazing more strong or flexible. That's, I want to be a good mix of both. Uh, currently right now in quarantine, I, I am, I have worked a lot on like muscle. I am actually pretty strong, um, especially because people look at me and they don't think I'm strong. So I, I could definitely, I want to be both strong and flexible, but I think that I want to focus more on flexibility going forward because I'm not as flexible as I should be. Honestly, when quarantine ends and there's not a chance of me dying, I'm gonna be everywhere. I'm gonna be doing so much. I'm gonna be, I wanna go to poetry slams again. I miss doing poetry slams because I, I would write two poems. I'd go and be emotional on stage and then they'd be like, thank you, you won. And I'm like, thanks, that's nice. <laughs> I'm glad that I did that. I very much miss that. That was such like an emotional, it was like free therapy. It was like therapy, but I got to perform and everyone had to listen to me. And so the narcissist, the 5% narcissism in my brain was like, we did it lads, we won we took over <laughs> and that was that was enough <laughs> um and especially once quarantine ends i'm going to be i can't wait to go to like actual college especially with dance because my school doesn't have a dance major but they have dance minors and i would love to actually take ballet um at a studio because <laughs> there's only so much i can do here for my online lessons there's only so much i can do because i, th I think that ballet will be Ballet and contemporary are the ones that I'm having the most trouble with in terms of dance, and it's because it's really hard to do bar when you don't have a bar. Who would have thought? <laughs> I wanted this this episode of the podcast to be a bit more positive because uh, I have been sad. And so talking about like the progress I'm making in certain things and like my plans going forward really makes me makes me feel better. This, this virus better, like, people, just please get vaccinated. <laughs> please get vaccinated. That's all I ask. I can't. I need you to do it for me because I, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to die. That's been the whole reason that I've been inside for almost a year. I I don't even know. I'm thinking about throwing a, an at-home party. Not people coming over type of party, but like a party in my room on the anniversary of when I first went to quarantine. Because it will have been a whole year that I've been inside. One entire- that's 365 days. And I went to Target like once. Yeah. 
I think that when I get out of quarantine, I'm definitely just gonna be, I I'm not gonna have time for anyone's games. Like, I'm gonna be like, hey, I think you're cute. You wanna go on a date? Like, and it's either a yes or a no. It's a we're doing it or we're not. Like, I'm gonna, I don't think I have the emotional capacity to like mess around with that whole talking stage, you know? Like, I'm getting sick of that. I'm just like, are we, are we getting married or what? Is that a healthy mindset for me to have? Maybe not. Is it definitely the mindset I have? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I've gotten so sick of waiting around for this sort of stuff that I'm just like, you know, you either like me or you don't. You either think I'm cute or you don't. I, you can't quit playing games with my heart. Don't go breaking my heart, to quote Elton John. And that's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. I, everything hurts me now. Like, that's that's the main thing with uh, with quarantine is that I've become so emotionally sensitive that even though I want to go to concerts and I want to go to conventions and I want to like be out in public again, I know that I'm going to be so scared to do it because that was how those were the things that got me over my social anxiety. And now the social anxiety, because I haven't had a healthy dose of like meeting new people other than online, which is different because you can like if you don't want to respond to a message, you can just not look at it for like a day and then respond to it later. Is that proper texting etiquette? Probably not, but I don't really care. So with that, it's like way easier to deal with. But when you have to go up to someone and talk to them face to face in real life, it's just not as cool. And my friends, my really close friends are getting really sick of me because I keep being like, I think you're mad at me. And they're like, we're literally not mad at you. And I'm like, okay, well you say you're not mad at me, but my anxiety says that you hate me. And that's just what happens on a day-to-day -day basis. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's, I think that's what I'm most concerned about is when I get back out into conventions and I get back out into concerts, how am I gonna be as confident as I used to be? Do I still have that confidence in me? Do I have to manufacture it again? Like, I wish I still had the audacity of 12-year-old me dressing up as an unknown anime character and just straight up vibing with a three-foot-long battle axe. That would have been so cool if I could still be that person. But I know that due to circumstance, I don't know if I'm still that confident. I don't know if I'm still that ready to deal with all of this. And does it concern me? Absolutely. Does it scare me? Oh, 100%. And I think that's why I threw myself so much into content creation is because I didn't know when I was going to end, like, my quarantine. My quarantine could theoretically last until 2022 if people won't just get the two shots it takes to, you know, not kill other people. But, um, yeah, my, my, my quarantine could last until I'm about 20 or even older. That's not very, that's not very cash money. And I can tell you that right now. It's, it's very, very depressing, especially because I look at it and I feel so far behind my peers. Like there are people who, even though there's the pandemic, they go out and they like go on holidays. Like they, they go on vacation and I'm like, I, <laughs> y'all talking about how the virus won't control your life. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't got a choice. It's going to, it's going to control my life, whether I like it or not. Which, is it depressing? Oh, absolutely, darling. Oh, it is so, it makes me so sad. But, I mean, what can I do about it? I think that's why I started doing YouTube and streaming as much as I did, because, like, this is kind of like me 
talking to friends. Uh, and obviously my friends who are actually in the chat, like, it does definitely feel more personal. It makes me feel like maybe I'm still being as social or as active as I would be, even without being able to go outside. And I don't know, it's just a good substitute. It's like, it's like pseudo, pseudo social interaction. <laughs> it, it lets me express myself without needing to risk my health. And I think the, the thing that worries me the most about quarantine ending, like actually ending and me needing to go back to doing all these things, I don't know if I'll be emotionally in a place to do that because right now I have to take things day by day because some days I'm like all the way up here and I'm, I'm super happy and productive and I get things done and then other days I'm down here and I can barely get out of bed without feeling like a failure. Or I end up spending two hours on something that I shouldn't have even paid any attention to. And I know that the world will be ready to move on because the world's already trying to force movement, even though it's not safe enough to do so. And I know that I... I already had major fears about not being where my peers are. Like, if I, if I wasn't ahead of everyone, in my book, that was me being behind. And I know that's not a good way to think. And I, I've tried to adjust that mindset, but even now, like, it preys on some of my deepest fears of not being adequate enough. And that... Ew. It's a yikes. It's a yikes. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> but it's it's my reality at the moment. And I do worry. I do worry when quarantine ends. Like, how am I going to figure out how to prioritize all of the things that are, like, more necessary? Things like things like going to school or things like, things like going to work in person, not just online. Because right now I get to work online, which means I have so much more time for, like, my hobbies. Like streaming and also doing a podcast but i know that that's not gonna last forever and i know that theoretically it could if i were to start making money off of streaming or off of whatever but i, I kind of can't do that with an audience of three um <laughs> and i know that like when the world becomes more demanding because things can quote unquote go back to what they used to be I know that I am going to struggle because I have found a sense of comfort in not needing to push myself at all times. There's been a comfort in being able to try things at my own pace, and I worry about losing that. Like, all of these hobbies that I didn't do for years because I was so busy in high school and I was so busy trying to be the best at everything that I didn't even care about if I was really happy. All of these hobbies are so great, and I wish I would have started them sooner. Like, I wish I would have danced so much sooner. Not just for musical theater, because I used to do musicals, but, like, danced on my own just for myself. I wish that I would have learned all of these languages that I'm learning now younger, because I had this motivation and drive to. I just couldn't find the time. I wish that I had learned all these instruments I'm learning now, because it would have been so much nicer than... than me putting it off for years. And I guess now I can kind of look at it and be grateful that I have the time to, to do it. Because now that I have the time, it, it means that I still get to learn and I get to be at all of these different levels, but I get to move past those levels so much faster because, I mean, I if I'm only focusing on that in a day, then like, who's gonna stop me? Like, who's gonna stop me? <laughs> but it does worry me about like, what it, what it will be for me when I can't do this anymore and there's going to be so many more emotional expectations and physical expectations 
I also, speaking of physical, physical pain and physical um, expectations, I had a tension headache. I didn't know that tension headaches could feel like shooting pain behind your eye. And I just thought, I was like, it's, the, it's glaucoma. I'm going to die right now, right here. And that will conclude today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you did, if you're one of my continuous listeners, I love and adore you. And I hope that you stick around to hear me ramble more. If you're one of my college professors who's going to be reviewing this as a part of all of my my, my lovely portfolio of self, uh, self-awareness self and self-growth, I hope that hope you got something out of it. Um, there is more to this episode. I will probably put it into an episode four because it goes so much more off the rails. I talk about Silicon Valley. I talk about the hustle culture. I get mad. <laughs> but if you want to see that early, again, go follow me on Twitch. Um, follow me on YouTube for a bunch of other more artsy pieces, generally things about music. And you know what? I just hope that you have a good day. Wash your hands and you eat something that you like. Goodbye. And, you know, take care of yourself. <laughs>